0: Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. Did you guys hear that? We've got a theme song now. Huge, huge shout out to uh, Facebook user Rick Riffs for just making that out of the kindness of his heart. We didn't ask him to. That was incredible. You'll probably be hearing that for a
1: while. Rick's from Montreal. He's a hero. He truly is.
0: We've got something special coming your way. But first, back to the podcast. That's right. We're Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast, chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. We your host. My name's Chris Alphick. And I'm Connor Thompson. This week we are doing April 15th to 21st, 1998.
1: Let's start with April 15th and just go through the week in news. Iceberg! Dead ahead. In a little-known epilogue to the story of the Titanic disaster, the International Ice Patrol was formed. To this day, its mission is to scour the North Atlantic and warn ships. Today, over the deep, cold waters of the North Atlantic, three wreaths will fall from the sky. This is to commemorate the 86th anniversary of the Titanic sinking. Also, Titanic. Titanic hype is at an all-time high since Titanic is still going strong at the box office.
0: Yeah, like, remember this time, everything was about Titanic. There was so much Titanic everywhere.
1: We went to the CNE to go see the Titanic display in grade six. I remember this. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: Man, your school did the coolest stuff. We slept overnight. Okay, our elementary schools growing up are like, maybe about a 10-15 minute walk away from each other. His school got to do all the cool stuff. Ours
1: didn't. We were loaded, but it's okay it all came out in the wash because our high school was dirt poor. It was
0: the same high school. Yeah. I love that high school. Anyway, enough about high school. April 16th. Dairy farms linked to OC water woes. Before I actually read the article, I was thinking this was gonna be kind of like that water crisis, the yeah. drought of last year where, you know, farms were just taking too much water and that was leading to, you know, no one having anything to drink. But this is actually the exact opposite. According to the article, this year's heavy rains have sent a stew of cow waste, hay, and dirt gushing from inland empire dairy farms down the Santa Ana River and into Orange County's aquifers, heightening concerns about the local quality of groundwater in the long term. So basically, shit was
1: getting into the water. Gross. April 17th. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman on hold again. Concerned about a ballooning budget and the script that, quote, wasn't good enough according to one executive warner brothers studios on thursday put its superman project on indefinite hold the postponement is the third such production delay on the film which was to be directed by tim burton who previously had done batman and starring Nicolas cage in the role of superman
0: i can't even fathom if that had come to fruition
1: i i don't even want to think about it if it's Nicholas not right cage was the man of steel it's not okay
0: if he donned, if he oh, donned the uniform oh, throw up my mouth
1: kal of krypton i love Nicolas cage He's the worst. However, he's not Superman.
0: Yeah, like, say what you will about literally any of the actors who have ever played Superman.
1: They're better than Nicolas Cage.
0: In in this role, at least. Agreed. Holy crap. We've got more on Nicolas Cage later. April 18th. Toon Disney devoted to carrying animated series and movies 24 hours a day is launched by the Walt Disney Corporation. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I like cartoons. This also starts to, like, begin the demise of just Saturday morning cartoons.
1: Sad. April 19th. Go ahead. Make my day planner. The AnyTimer executive organizer, with its zippered gun compartment, won't be found among the Philofaxes at your local stationer. It's available only by direct mail from the inventor. This sounds like someone wrote it in 1948.
0: Yeah, it does. It should have, like, extra extra read-all-about-it and be, like, handed out by, like, one of those dudes with a hat, like yeah. a little kid.
1: Yeah. The AnyTimer, so named because it is, quote, Available anytime you're in fear of your life or great bodily harm. Oh my god. Unzip the bottom compartment and it exposes a weapon so it's like a day planner that also holds a gun yeah. in case you plan for shit to get real that day
0: yeah that's exactly it this was unreal it also reminded me of something i read about a couple weeks ago someone recently filed a patent for a gun that looks like a cell phone because he was too fed up with people looking at him going why does that guy have a gun on him ah so you know just disguise it as a cell phone that's that's safe april 20th man set self on fire in ex-girlfriend's apple valley front yard a man apparently distraught over a breakup with his girlfriend was critically burned when he doused himself with lantern fuel and set himself aflame in her front yard, authorities said. We've all had breakups. I've never thought, hey, you know what's a good idea? I'm gonna set myself on fire. I hope he lived, one, and then I hope he got the help he needed. Also, this really just reminds me of the 90s, because do you remember 90s TV shows when there was always a dude on fire? We
1: talked about this, like, We did talk about it? I think a month or so ago, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. This is a little more real than that. Also, this was April 20th, something, something, 420, blaze it. Hmm.
1: April 21st, from Kmart to big Kmart. The Kmart Corporation said today that it planned to convert more than half of its 2,126 stores to the big Kmart format by the end of the year. I don't know much about Kmart but I do know that transition did not go well.
0: No, that that really didn't go well. I think they've got like something like 900 stores now.
1: Yeah. And they're all the same and the worst.
0: They're Yeah, they're kind of dingy. Very dingy. That one we went to in Tennessee last year. Yeah. That was, well, dingy. It
1: it was Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple notes on the week overall on april 14th online dvd rental outlet netflix began its u.s operations and also when we were looking around for stories uh we were looking for you know any scientific discoveries things like that you know just interesting stuff to mix into the podcast and in april it seems like there was not a single scientific advance or discovery all month long
0: yep the entire month was completely devoid of any scientific progress whatsoever
1: well done world all right let's jump straight into the box office what
0: do we got this week
1: sitting at the number one spot is the movie city of angels told you we'd get back to Nicolas cage here we are He's the star of it. He plays an angel. What's important about this is that it's his best role ever because in every single movie, Nicolas Cage shows both no acting range and no emotional depth. And this is the very first role of his where I've seen him in where a- he's perfect for the role? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the whole role here, he, he was playing an angel who has no emotion and no depth and boom, they cast it perfectly. Nicolas Cage couldn't give you depth if he wanted to. Probably
0: a good reason he wasn't a uh, Superman. Yeah. Yeah, moving down the list, we've got Object of My Affection at number two. At number three, we've got Lost in Space. Ugh. I both love space. I love Mott LeBlanc. And I love Lost. But I've never seen this movie. You've never seen Lost in Space? I've never seen space? Lost in Space. Oh. I just never got around to it. And given your uhs, uh, I'm thinking maybe I made a good
1: call? I wasn't a big fan. Number four, Titanic, obviously still on here. And moving down, we've got a lot of weird sequels. A lot of sequels, sequels yeah. Species 2, Odd Couple 2, Major League, Back to the Miners, Goodwill Hunting is still on here oh, we've um, got barney's great adventure yeah Woo-hoo! i think that about does it for the box office
0: yeah a decent week overall if you if you haven't seen titanic or you just want to see it again it was a good week for that this was probably around the time i saw titanic because i know when i saw it it had been in theaters for a while yep so let's jump into music at number one we've got a fantastic song all my life by casey and jojo for some reason billboard just says casey i don't know if legally they dropped jojo or something I don't know. but i love this song it's It's just such a good ballad. It's such a perfect love ballad, except for that one line in the middle where it's like, close to me, you're like my mother. Close to me, you're like my father. Close to me, you're like my sister. Close to me, you're like my brother. That's something, I don't know. I... I'm not a master of romance in any in any way, but I don't think that line would work. If I tried that line like, hey girl, you remind me a lot
1: of my family members that I'm blood
0: related to. Want to wanna hang out?
1: Maybe this song is more of a hit amongst the southern states. <laughs> Coming in at number two, we have Let's Ride by Montel Jordan featuring Master P. I
0: didn't like that song.
1: Yeah, Too Close by Next, number three. This was better. Oh, Frozen by Madonna, number four. Okay, 1998. We're- Madonna is <laughs> starting to get good. It. Again, we're close to the we're 2000s. Close, yeah, we're so, close to the so turn she's of the century. It up.
0: Yeah, this yeah. I it's still not a song I would go to my way to listen to, but not a song I would turn off. And finally, at number five, rounding out the top five, we've got another perfect love ballad, "Truly Madly Deeply" by Savage Garden. This is one of my all-time favorite. Is this a slow song? I think so.
1: It's so good. Also, another love ballad at number eight, "Sex and Candy" by Marcy Playground. Oh, perfect.
0: Yeah. Moving down the list, we've got "My Heart Will Go On." The- finally, starting to go on down the list no 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 by destiny's child i think we mentioned that last time yeah you're still the one by shania twain i saw someone in my work yesterday she couldn't have been more than 15 wearing a shania twain shirt oh. that was interesting so she's still got fans
1: yeah got getting jiggy with it on here will smith at 16 oh bittersweet symphony by the verve at 18 that's a 90s song oh For perfect sure.
0: 90s song great one hit wonder One of the one-hit wonders from a band with The Verve in the title. The other one being The Verve Pipe with Freshman.
1: Is there anything else on here you wanted to do? Yeah, Uh, maybe we'll just end it on that note. A lot of what we're seeing on here we've already discussed in weeks
0: prior. Or was just so unforgettable, I don't know who they are. Yeah. All right, now we're just going to move on to a brief where were they then. Like we said, number two at the box office this week, object of my affection. Hayden Panettaire had a small role. Oh. This was also starring Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd, who pretty much looks exactly the same in this movie as he does now. Paul Rudd, what's your secret? I don't want to age either. Do you and Keanu hang out? Be real with me, Paul. And like, when did you, when did you stop letting Patrick Stewart hang out? Cause he, yeah, he's yeah, starting I've to age that. again, It's but depressing. I mean, he's in his mid seventies at this point. So yeah. nature is still a thing. True. Captain Picard, hang in there. I believe in you. I love Patrick Stewart so much.
1: Me too. All right. Let's jump into some nineties news now. Chris, you were the one who brought this up. You should do this. One. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I'm a little bit late with this cause I watched it a bit late, but the Comedy Central show Broad City last week had an amazing homage to the restaurant scene in Mrs. Doubtfire. Abby, one of the broads in Broad City, was... Oh, I get it. Yeah. She was more or less taking on the Robin Williams role, minus the drag. She goes between a date, which she's kind of embarrassed about, and a dinner with the family of the other broad, Alana, getting progressively drunker as time goes on until the choking happens where Alana's mom starts choking on food. And then it plays out almost exactly like Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, except Abby isn't quite Robin Williams. She doesn't do the Heimlich maneuver, but it's pretty much... Exactly a shot for shot line for line remake of Mrs. Doubtfire they also got Mara Wilson the little girl from Mrs. Doubtfire to cameo as their server which I thought was a really neat touch very cool yeah it's a really cool show if if you're into girls living in New York City check it out what is Matilda up to these days? Uh, she's not doing a lot like she does Mm. like low key acting for the most part I've looked it up she's not starring in any big movies she does like theater and stuff like this I think quite possibly this cameo in Broad City may be the biggest thing she's done probably in a decade do
1: you think we could get her for an interview on the podcast i would die oh i don't think i I couldn't perform i couldn't perform the interview
0: i'd just be like i'd lose the ability to speak english
1: i would only ask her questions about danny devito
0: (laughs) imagine if we got danny devito oh that'd be good too i'd fear for my life in a weird way we get
1: danny devito but we only ask him questions about filming matilda
0: No, no, uh, no taxi. No, no, it's always sunny. No. Not the, the penguin. The penguin. Like oh that. my
1: God, the penguin. All right, let's, let's move on. On this week on, Seinfeld was not on. Friends had some episode. I don't even know.
0: We got to brush up on our friends. We- I'm just going to
1: come clean with you.
0: We need to brush up on our friends. We say this
1: every week and we never do it. There are people who listen to this podcast and they're so angry because we never talk about Friends.
0: Yeah, like Friends is a good show. I just don't, I'm just not as in-depth with it it as with Seinfeld and The
1: Simpsons. It was a generic episode. So this week we bring you The Simpsons, Season 9, Episode 21, Girly Edition. Bart and Lisa
0: become locked in competition when they anchor a children's news program Meanwhile, Homer adopts a helper monkey. For a season nine episode, this is pretty good. Simpsons yep. is on the decline at this point, but I still like this for the most part. It has some really memorable stuff. Like the uh the Mattel and Mars Bar's Quick Energy Chocobot Hour. Oh yeah. That's barely legal as it is. <laughs> uh, and and the helper monkey, Mojo. Oh Those my god, so Mojo. Good. Yeah. Bray for Mojo. Such a good episode overall oh the creamed corn oh yes and that was that was one of the questions that came came up up when we did simpsons trivia the other week yeah this is a great episode overall for something later in the simpsons as its light was beginning to dim it brightened up for this episode
1: let's move on to our 90s spotlight this week we would like to discuss standalone arcades mom and pop shops mall arcades they don't exist anymore i love them growing up they were really cool they were a staple
0: of tv movies and real life we had one in our local mall in niagara falls and i'm sure every city that had a mall had a little mall arcade i
1: spent so much money there
0: by the time i really started going out to arcades a whole lot it was probably when we had some of the bigger arcades which probably popped up a little bit earlier in our city because we're a tourist town Mm. than a lot of others
1: yeah yeah now you don't you don't have that small arcade option you have you know a movie theater that has a couple machines or you have places like Dave and Buster's or Palladium where you're completely inundated. There's no big
0: giant multi-floor complexes. Yeah, there's
1: no just like that one mall-sized store with 20 to 30 machines and you know foosball and air hockey Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Those just don't exist anymore and I miss them.
0: Yeah, there was something quaint and comforting about that mall size like either in a mall or in a strip mall. Yeah. And like so many good things happened like how many episodes of The Simpsons featured one of these small arcades. There's a great episode of The X-Files that more or less revolves around a kid who works in one of these small strip mall arcades and it's it's just like a little it's a little piece of 80s and 90s let's just say north americana that isn't really around anymore and i miss that that was so cool it was
1: that's pretty much all i have to say about that yeah um, yeah. It
0: was, I mean, it was really cool. I, I just love all the, all the games, all the classic games that they had just because video game consoles weren't completely ubiquitous at this point. And you could pack more power. You could pack guns into it. And then at the turn of the century, we started getting into rhythm gamings with like Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. If we were doing Stuck in the 2000s, there'd be a huge thing on rhythm gaming because that was big. We'll give it, give it
1: 520 episodes. We'll get there.
0: All right. All right. We'll, uh, we'll be back in a decade.
1: <laughs> Let's move on to our sponsorship segment. Every week we make up. Up a fictitious sponsor and present it to you in lieu of the real sponsor that we still don't have and may never get may never ever get Dun dun dun! but today in a similar electronics light
0: to the arcade we would like to give a big shout out and a big thank you to our sponsor
1: yellowed electronics that's right do you own plastic electronics from the 90s were they at one time white? They almost certainly aren't anymore. They're yellowed. They're dingy. They look like you've been smoking and kept them inside for 40 years. That's not the case, though. We all know what happened. The plastic turned yellow. I wonder what chemical process. It must be some oxidation or something that just something. turns
0: that white or very light beige pigment super yellow.
1: And it's definitely evident on old CRT monitors, oh, those yeah. old white monitors, and the computer cases. One interesting point that we were talking about earlier, though, was I think it's super nintendo where the yellowing only happens on part of the plastic but not a different part of it yeah
0: so there were the sides and then there was the middle piece i can't exactly remember which one yellowed but it was only either the middle piece or only the sides i think it was the middle it degraded in color and then the other part maintained its super nes luster it was weird it was really unusual how just what a subtle difference in these plastics could just make a weird change like that and i would like to just give a fond thank you to these yellowed Electronics for subtly telling us when we need to buy something new. Oh, this is a conspiracy. Oh, this yeah.
1: A, this is a plastics industry conspiracy. Oh, Big plastic is getting oh, in on it. Oh, classic. Is That's this because what... we started recycling? Is that what this is about? In response
0: to that, we're going to yellow their electronics.
1: Oh, you sons of bitches. Because
0: we still have white plastic nowadays, and, and it doesn't yellow as much. Oh, but like, maybe
1: it's on a time delay. I don't know. But like, you look at your, your light switch. Now.
0: That's made out of plastic, right? That's true. And it's pretty white. Yeah, but that middle button is yellowing. It is.
1: See? Big plastic. I'm on to you. Stay woke, podcast listeners. <laughs> oh, God. God. Oh no! Okay, well it's been said it can't be taken back. Moving on, shoutouts. We want to give a quick shout out to Facebook user Rick Riffs, definitely a pseudonym, possibly a pseudonym, um, for the "awesomest fuck" jingle he made. Rick, that's super sweet. Yeah,
0: that's really awesome. We've got some stuff coming your way for that because we had a giveaway, and Rick, you were one of the three people who shared and commented on our post.
1: Yeah, thanks, Rick. The, uh, the other two winners are uh, Pernell Pollard. I hope I'm not butchering that name. I'm pretty sure it's Purnell. I think that's how it's pronounced. And also my buddy Topher, who I will be seeing this evening. So Topher, I hope you enjoy the cards I'm about to give you that you will already have opened by the time you hear this. And thanks for saving us, uh few cents on shipping yeah
0: rick and pernell if you want to just send us a message on facebook hit us up uh with your details and we'll have some power rangers cards coming out your way and i think rick since you made that really cool jingle for us yeah we're gonna give you the gargoyles cards too so we're gonna be running the contest again this week more or less similar like it if you want we'd really appreciate if you shared our post it'd be super cool it would be really keen of you guys oh shucks i just i just lost like two shares based on that but comment we're gonna have some we're going to come up with something for you to comment about and comment that. That'll be your entry. Hopefully we get more than three people this time. Listen to three double people, our numbers. If the same three people enter, uh, you know what? They're, you're just going to get a lot of Power Rangers cards. A lot cards. of Power Ranger cards. We're going to set some deadlines on it. Maybe enter by like Friday night or something. We'll we'll iron out the details in the post.
1: But yeah, all you'll have to do is just leave a comment on the episode post uh, for this week.
0: Speaking of all this, yes. all right. Find us online at facebook.com slash stuck in the 90s podcast check out our website stuck in the send us an email stuck in the 90s 90 podcast
1: at gmail.com we're also on instagram at stuck in the 90s podcast we have a twitter we still haven't done anything with it we'll get yeah. there our twitter game is going to it's, happen it's eventually weak. it's pretty weak right now
0: and i think that's about it thank you guys for joining us this week we'll see you next week we don't have the wheel we don't have the wheel shit we're uh, filming at uh connor's place this uh this week and
1: i forgot to bring the wheel we haven't done 91 in a while 91 it is. The podcast is now over.